The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. G'day, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garen Perry columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers podcast. Today we're jumping back into gold, where Garen Perry always feels uh, nice and safe, with a company called Black Cat Syndicate. It's got to be the coolest name on the ASX, I reckon. Trading at 37 cents for a market cap of uh, 99 mil, but let's make that 100 mil. The code is BC8. Now they've just released a restart study on the Paulson's Gold Project, about 180 clicks west of Parabadu, uh, sort of in between Parabadu and Onslow on the coast. Uh, we all know this one from uh, Northern Star days, but uh, this is, uh, think of this as a the first leg in a plan by uh, Black Cat to bring in some other projects this has on the books and uh, and shoot for, uh, to become a 150,000 ounce, uh, 150, ounce producer in in coming years. So let's hope it's a, a sort of a Northern Star story here. Northern Star st- started at Paulson's and so is Black Cat. So let's see how it goes. Now we've got Gareth Solly with us today. Gareth's the MD and he's uh, going to give us a rundown on the Paulson's restart study, which has just been released. So with that, g'day Gareth. Welcome to the podcast. G'day Barry. Thanks for having me. Uh, Gareth, uh, it was a very comprehensive uh, restart study. Um, took a long time to read, so I'm feeling the full bottle, but our listeners aren't. So how about we start with just a bit of a background on Paulson's itself, when you guys uh, entered the project and what this restart study is telling us. Will do. So look, for, we bought the project about 12 months ago now, so it was June 2022 when when it settled, and we bought not just Paulson's but Coyote as well, and Coyote's up in the, in the Tanami which you alluded to, we've got three projects. That acquisition sort of set us on a, on a new path. We, um, we've got the KEG project and that's, that's got a, scope, uh, a feasibility study already released on that. And that was our first project that we listed with five years ago. Uh, and since we've had now Paulson's and Coyote, we've spent a bit of time understanding the geology, drilling them out, and obviously assessing the infrastructure that we've picked up, which is obviously quite extensive because they have been operating mines in the past. So our recent uh, study is on Paulson's. It's the, the quickest to get up and going and, and have gold, board, gold bars poured. Uh, it's got a very low capital to get going uh, and it's got a lot of upsides so or a lot of growth potential. Now, as you say, uh, this was the, the asset that kickstarted Northern Star. We bought it from Northern Star. You know, effectively, it's it's too small really to be in in their portfolio. They're a big company now, and so for us, there's opportunities there that we have indicated. You know, an initial plan here with this this three start study. We're keen to get into it and keep growing it, just the same as as previous operators have. I will we'll point out this is a three year mine plan, and that's pretty much the most this mine has ever had. It's always run with a two to three year mine plan since it first started. So it's mined. They've mined a million ounces out of Paulson's before us uh, produced 930 odd thousand ounces of gold uh, and all of that with only a couple of year mine plan in front of it at any point in time. So we feel very confident 
uh, you know, with what we've got now, that it will run for a long time and produce a lot of gold. Obviously, a high-grade underground mine, so that sort of two, two and a half, three years uh, reserve and position is not uncommon. Um, okay, so what sort of capital cost are we looking at to become a producer and what sort of ounces per annum would it be capable of in this initial incarnation? Yeah, so this is just an initial carnation, as you say, uh, at this point. So the the capital cost wouldn't be any different if we completely filled the mill or not, but $34 million is is what's required in capital to get going. There's a, a few mining costs for a couple of months pre-production as well. So for $40 million, this project gets up and running um, and starts producing gold bars. Uh, initially, the run rate over that three years is about 42,000 ounces per annum. Um, averaged out. So it's, this, this operation has traditionally mined somewhere between uh, 60 and 70,000 ounces per annum. It did get up to about 100,000 ounces per annum for one year when Northern Star uh, was operating it. Um, but it, it sits very nicely in around that 60 to 70. And there's a, certainly efficiencies in the mill when it's running at sort of that run rate. So that's, that's where we think it'll get to in time. Our restart has a ramp up during the first year and, and the average run rate over the, the three years is around that 40. So we, um, we've got some capacity there in the mill, so about 15% extra capacity that I think will be filled once we're mining uh, and certainly we'll be exploring for more. And with that extra capacity, some extra grade coming in, I think we'll get it back up to around that 60 in time. Just wondering, since uh, you've obviously been exploring there, we'll touch on the regional uh, upside soon, but at the mine itself, are there any uh, new learnings since uh, it's come under your ownership? Well, absolutely. Um, you know, one of the things we've been focused on, and we've put a fair bit of information out into the market, is just how well mineralised the the Gabbro is. So, Paulson's exists as a break on a Gabbro unit. That's an intrusion. It's competent, and there's a lot of gold in that 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 major break, and that's what was mined historically back in Intrepid's days and in Northern Star's days. What we do know is that there's a lot of gold sitting in the Gabbro uh, in, a, in a, a series of veins that we're calling the Gabbro veins because uh, we're pretty bad at coming up with great names. But, um, but there's a lot of gold in there. And so 35% roughly at the moment of our mine plan is, is actually this, this new area for Paulson's. And there's a lot of scope for that to continue to grow. Basically, the Gabbro hosts the decline and sits adjacent to the whole of the workings just because of the nature of the mineralization. Um, so there's a lot of potential for a lot of gold in that space. So that's, that's, that's important. Obviously, we're looking for the extensions to, to Paulson's at depth. Um, there's potential for offsets on that, but certainly there's potential for it to continue on as well. There's the, the hanging wall loads, which, you know, Galileo was discovered by Northern Star. There's some other resources out there. There's Paulson's East up on surface. Uh, so that's a, a very interesting area that, that's a structure that, that needs to be investigated further. And the last thing is, is finishing off the work that Northern Star started, you know, with their 3D seismic survey that they did in 2018 after the mine had closed. And um, that came up with some very exciting targets, uh, paralleling Paulson's and sitting sort of underneath it. Um, so not necessarily at depth, but, but paralleling the whole system. And so we're looking for, for that as well. We started that work. We've got some good indications that the shear continues down. So we just need to find the, the right break in the, the lower Gabbro and, and potentially 
uh, we'll find more mineralisation of the same style as, as Paulson's itself. Uh, the refurbishment of the operation, for want of a better term, how long will that take? Uh, about six months. So we've, we've uh, engaged GR Engineering, uh, obviously one of the, the best in the business in WA for uh, gold mines, and they have given us a, a six-month schedule to, to get this up and running. And effectively, it is a, a large maintenance program on an existing plant um, so there's, there's not a lot to it. It's, it's getting things back up and running, make sure all the electrical reticulation is, is good after sitting idle for a while. But the plant's in good condition. Obviously, we've got full offices. We've got a dewatered mine. Um, everything is there that's needed for an operational uh, facility and uh, the camp and underground. Now, you were bringing in Billy Beermont's uh, develop to do the underground mining, or if you plan to do that yourself? <laughs> Uh, well, if Billy can do it, maybe we can do it. Um, <laughs> so it's not a it's not a big operation. This one, uh, we we feel that we can run it as an owner operator, and that's certainly what we've been building our mine plan around. We have investigated some contractor models, but certainly at this point, uh, owner operator is is where we're pegging this. Uh, we've got the general manager already in place. Uh, we've he's already got in place uh, an underground manager, uh, mine foreman. Uh, we've got a process managing manager already, uh, and and they're all fielding calls from people that are you know looking to to get back either back to Paulson's or come and work with those guys. So we're building it sort of from the top down, and uh, we're quietly quietly confident that we'll get the people, even though you know WA mining is difficult to get people, but uh, things are looking good on that front. Well, it's uh, some of the things you were mentioning there about the the skills you've brought in and then them getting phone calls from people they've worked in the past who they rate. It's the same thing that uh, uh, Bill Beermont says at Develop uh, and he tells us he's the best underground miner in the country. So you're building a a similar sort of model there. Um, Financing, is it... 100% 100% debt financing or will you be raising some equity? Oh, we're still working through the, the full uh, funding requirements. There's lots of different options. We are we are certainly investigating the debt funding. We don't need a lot of finance, obviously, to get this project up and running. So the low capital um, is one of the benefits of this project. Uh, so we'll work that out over the next couple of months and this quarter we'll certainly make a, a decision on uh, restarting this this mine. And that's uh, once financing is done, then we'll see the an actual final investment decision? Yeah, that's right. The business will make that investment decision and, and we'll alert the market when that's done. And um, it's a good grade. It's got a known production history and obviously it's got that low CapEx uh, restart. I'm just wondering what your all-in sustaining costs might be looking like. The all-in sustaining cost is $1,892 per ounce in Australian dollars. With that capital, small amount of funding needed, it's a 14-month payback, and we've got an internal rate of return of about 75%. And what sort of gold price did you plug into your models? Look, we're using 2900 which is about what spot price is at the moment. Obviously, there's there's a lot of talk about gold going higher, uh, and certainly there's some forecasts in the, the next couple of years it will. Uh, this, with only being a three-year project, we'll see those gold prices. And so I think we've taken a reasonably conservative view at the moment, given that some companies are hedging well above 3000 Yes, um, I actually read something the other day, Goldman Sachs, uh, the big investment bank, they know a thing, a thing or two about gold, not so much lithium, but they're certainly gold they do. And they're forecasting uh, next year, $8, around uh, 3200 Aussie announced. So that would be nice for the 
yourselves and everyone else in the industry. Absolutely. Perfect time to be um, starting a gold mine and pouring gold bars, I think. We've touched on um, the, the low capital cost. I take it there's a contingency in there. And I assume that you you fully provided there for the you know this current situation WA where skills and uh, equipment are a bit tight. Uh, yes, that's right, Barry. So we have um, so everything's been uh, calculated with current quotes and and prices. Obviously, we're using GRs to assist us with the scheduling, and we've got up to date prices on everything. It is a short build, uh, and also refurbishment as as we should say. Therefore, it won't have a lot of period to, you know, escalate much. Yeah, that's true. But we, yes, we have appropriate contingency and, you know, we, we're also using some external independent um, advisors to, to make sure the project tracks uh, according to the schedule and according to the cost. Now, obviously, the restart study was uh, based on a three-year mine life, but um, <clears throat> all I can say, it'll probably be around a lot longer than that, a lot longer. But I was wondering the... And that's at Paulson's itself, but it's quite. This is a kind of a strategic asset too, because I think you're uh, what the only mill in three four hundred kilometre radius. That's right, the only mill in four hundred kilometre radius, and there's there's plenty of other deposits within that that radius. I mean, we have several uh, shallow resources on our tenements uh, that could all be put through an, an existing CIL plant, uh, but then there's there's other deposits in the area as well, as well as a lot of really good exploration ground. Uh, so being the only mill within a 400 kilometre radius is is a strong position uh, to be in. And, you know, I'm sure there'll be other opportunities that come out of that. And in terms of regional exploration uh, to your own account, rather than other people's uh, stranded deposits, um, what's on the, I, I see that there's uh, one about 15 k's away called High Noon, which is copper, lead, zinc. Yep, we've got, we've got a, a project pipeline that has lots of very early stage as well as lots of, you know, drill ready targets. Uh, and then, as I said before, we've got we've got existing resources too in our tenements. We've picked up a few tenements recently as well that we like the look of that that have potential. But certainly, there's a lot of gold. There is a lot of copper and and other base metals uh, in the area. So I think you know this this whole area has been underexplored now for decades, and there's a lot of potential here to find more deposits of you know multiple commodities. Okay, it's probably a good point then to move on to uh, Coyote up in the Tatamai and uh, Cal East. Uh, Coyote's an uh, interesting one, another mill, high grade again. What's the plan there? So last year we, we drilled at Coyote uh, and it's the first drilling uh, into that particular deposit for uh, would have been a decade. So that, that operation finished up around 2013 and for us, um, it's an opportunity to go back in and start exploring a very, very high-grade narrow vein deposit. What we what we were able to do was add a lot of uh, ounces to the to the Coyote deposit itself, as well as start working on some of the the regional potential in, that we have up there. Um, and very quickly, we upgraded that resource. There's a thousand over a thousand ounces per vertical meter, and we've got a 15 gram underground head grade. So that project itself is is quite exciting, and we're we're currently doing some study work from a, a scoping level at this point. It's part of our, our three-pronged approach. Uh, and so in later years, that will, that will come online because it has the existing infrastructure just like Paulson's. Um, it's been closed for a little bit longer. It's a little bit more remote. Um, so it will be a little bit more difficult to start than what Paulson's is. But certainly there's a lot of value already 
been set up um, and it's got lots of resource and lots of grade. So it's a project that will um, move forward into production in time. Who was the um, original developer of Coyote? Tanami Gold operated that between 2006 and, and 2013. And uh, Cal East, you're having a, a rethink there? Uh, Cal East, look, we floated with Cal East with a, an 80 square kilometre postage stamp just outside of Kalgoorlie back in the very start of 2018. And we made some discoveries there straight away. It's got a rich mining history from 125 to 130 years ago, uh, and it is a it's a great part of the world. There's lots of gold. There's lots of nuggets hanging out of the surface, um, and, and what we've able to do is build up 1.3 million ounces there in the the sort of four years that we were very focused on 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 the uh, drilling around that area. Um, so nice and close to Kalgoorlie, lots of. Uh, infrastructure, lots of people. Uh, all those people are very busy, of course. But we did put out our um, study last year, a PFS level study, that showed we can go and build an 800,000 ton per annum plant um, at a site that we have approved to do that on, uh, 50 kilometres out of Kalgoorlie. Look, the time's not great for construction around Kalgoorlie, so we are <laughs> we, we're happy to be operating in Paulsons where we've got our own camp and uh, can manage people better ourselves. But but that project is is a fantastic one, and uh, at current gold prices, it'll show uh, you know an improved case, and so we're working on that at the moment. And uh, hope to have that out soon. Okay, so <clears throat> when we go add the three together, is that uh, this potential pathway to one hundred fifty thousand ounces from all three? Or let's let's not get ahead of ourselves, Barry. Mm-hmm. But um, as as a company, uh, we've set long term um, targets, incentives for our people, uh, and that includes getting getting Paulson's to a 60,000 ounce per annum run rate, um, getting Coyote to a 40,000 ounce per annum run rate and, uh, and Cal East, you know, as per our feasibility study shows a sort of 50 to 60,000 ounces per annum run rate. So the company, company, if we have all three operating at the same time, will be um, running at around that 150. And obviously there's potential for additional growth uh, even within our current portfolio. Um, but, you know, you've got to be in the right spot at the right time and, as, as has been the case with the many other explorers and producers before us, opportunities come your way. Um, so having, having the cash flow happening and occurring is, is what's important for the business. Do um, any of the brokers watch you or follow you? We have, uh, yes, um, we've used Shore and Partners a few times and they, they do research coverage on us. I was just wondering if there are any price targets out there on the stock that are current? Yeah, there are. Uh, Shore and Partners do have a, a price target uh, for Black Cat, so you can check that out with them. Oh, it's just, it, was, it just occurred to me that from Paulson's alone, a $100 million market cap, okay, it's not in production, but you, you'll probably be producing cash within two months or so of, of the commission. You know, like the amount of case where you should be something north of $200 million market cap on that alone, um, particularly if this gold price takes off. So I'm just wondering what you see as the, uh, what's going to kickstart the stock in terms of, you know, getting that market valuation moving? Uh, well, I think most in the gold space have been feeling the pinch over the last uh, year or so. Um, we're, we're certainly part of the, the crowd there, but certainly there should be a re-rate once we do get this up and running. Uh, we've shown that it's low capital. It's it's doable for us to to get this uh, back into a producing asset. I'm sure we can continue to grow the mine life here, and that that news will keep flowing out uh, to the market. But once we're operating, once we've got cash flow, once we're funding ourselves, I think um, the re rate will certainly come. And then, yeah, comparing us to 
uh, producers, you'd see a much different, you know, um, EV per ounce. All right, Gareth, you've outlined an interesting story for us, one with, uh, I did get up ahead of myself there with the 150,000 ounces, but at least there's a roadmap uh, headed that way, let alone other opportunities that come up around uh, Coyote and uh, Porsons uh, in, in the year or two ahead. So with that, thanks for your time today. Good luck with it all. We'll be watching with interest. Thank you very much, Barry.